Hi, everyone. Welcome back again to You Know the Show, the Iconist podcast, where the icon is. And we will get to that in a minute. First of all, I'm one of your hosts, Barry 3D for Deep Dark Delicious. You know how the joke goes and never stops. Booyah. Hey. And on my side, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the traveling DJ, the vagabond who brings music from all over, top to bottom, north, south, east, and west. Hey, I'm from Montreal. I just go left, right, straight, and don't back up. The one and only, my cousin, co-host. Talk about that. DJ Rod C. DJ Rod C. (laughs) Yes, yes. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Iconist, where the icon is... Hmm. Ah, you thought I was going to say it. I normally do. I ain't going to say nothing. (laughs) No, not yet. We got to do a round table. First of all, if you're watching the show, you know who you're probably talking about and wondering why. But here we go. So first of all, Big shout out to our man, the one and only makes us look so pretty. And if you need any digital artwork, you make sure to reach out to him. The one and only, as I know him, Jason Reese. But Rod will say, J Bird Digital Art. J Bird Digital Arts. Jay. Yo, Jay, what's up, Jay? Yo, what's Jay, up, what's Jay? up? Every video, Jay is like showing us a whole lot of love. So, Jay, we always going to kick that love right back to you. And hey, if you're not sure where to find his credentials, end of the video. End of the uh, the audio. Look it up. You'll see the link. Jay Bird Digital Arts. That's the man that hooks us up. Oh, let's that, go. That's one, two. Mm. Please like, subscribe, and share. Every click helps us out, make the channel grow, so we can keep doing what we like, love to do, and we'd love to do it for you. So that's another thing uh, to keep in mind. We also have a coffee page if you want to do a one-time tip. If you want to do uh, more than that, and subscribe. We have a Patreon page. The links are down below a patreon page and you can help support the channel help the channel grow any little bit is appreciated and we have patreon exclusive videos on there we have more coming so when you guys join up you'll see more like you know behind the scenes talk and real talk of of what we get down to instead of what's on the show we give it a little bit of different flavor we call those the iconist hot shots that's right right off the cuff yes Plus, can't forget a couple of places. One, for anyone who's watching the video, you probably see this beautiful statue behind me of Iron Man. And uh, I kind of gave it away. That's what we're talking about today. But is am I? Am I? We'll go find out. And this beautiful statue. And I got this as a birthday gift uh, for my family. And I got this over at um, Wow Comics out in Kitchener. They don't do just books. Mm. <laughs> they got it all. Tell Wes Ramon. Chris and Sydney, that Barry and Rod from the Iconist podcast say hi when you give them a round, you know, pass by, pass true, mm-hmm. as we like to say. And mm-hmm. two, if you're in Montreal, head to the South Shore. Nice drive over by the Distrante. You can't go wrong. But before you get there, make a stop on Tashro, get yourself some steamies at Belle Province, and then stop over at the Chex Wings Sports and Comics Let's on the it. South Shore. That's our old stomping ground, and I'm going to be back there when? What do you mean, Barry? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be back there August 26th, 27th. I am there going go. there with a touch of gray, right? The comedy troupe I'm a part of, Touch of Gray Matter. We got our videos here on YouTube. We're doing a live show, uh, fundraiser, you know, great cause, great laughs. Two special guests coming in from Montreal, uh, going to be on the show. And that's me, Barry 3D, Thomas Let's Patrice, go. right? Go. Dave Sokolowski and Zolf Ali. And we're coming to you. August 26th, August 27th. That's a Friday night, and that's a Saturday night, and we're doing two shows per night. Get your nice. tickets right. So we got two shows. We'll show on Saturday at 7 o'clock, show at 10. That's Friday. 
Show mm. at 7 o'clock. The show at 10. Mm. That's on Saturday. Mm. So for all my people in Montreal, all the people I went to Centennial with, people I worked with at Jean Coutu, 251. You understand yeah. that? All the people I remember me from Chi-Chi's. Remember, yeah, right? Woo. Come on down. People at McDonald Carche, come on down. People at Knowles, Thunderdome, Checkers, uh, Cats, Horoscope, Kiss, all those clubs that we used to go to and party at, come on down. If you remember the Spectrum, come on down. These are all, I'm calling out everybody. If you remember the Montreal Forum, come on down, right? Come on down for some good laughs, give to a good cause, support the Montreal scene, and we're coming, and we're coming back. And then, you know, after the show, let's go over to the Bonkies and get ourselves some Putins. Not poutine. Eat. It's poutine, poutine and not poutine. But, you know, that's the way we say it back in uh, Montreal. Yeah. Right on. If you want to keep up with everything I've just talked about, very we simple. Barry3d.com. Mm. Links to this show, everything I'm doing live, anything I'm going. I got shows coming up uh, July 31st. You know, so anyone listening to this show at the same time, guess what? Later on, because this show is going to be coming out tomorrow, as in, you know, I say tomorrow is coming out Tuesdays on video. Tuesday night, I'm going to be part of Battlecom. Once again, <clears throat> Paul Ash, comedy nice. game show. And I'm bringing the heat this time. I got my three subjects and ready to go. So remember, Battlecom, here I come. Plan to take the win this time, hopefully. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, that's going to be at 8 o'clock, you know, the Toronto time, so to speak. So, you know, jump online. That's live on Facebook and uh, Twitter. I think they do it. But it, it, and YouTube, it's live on YouTube and, and Facebook. So, yes, Barry 3D, Battlecom, come and see me battle, right, with Paul Ash and then Erica and the rest of the crew and vote for me, support a brother. Uh, as I said, yeah, Barry 3D live, yeah, yeah. I think I cover everything I needed to cover. Oh, wait a minute, hold on, man. Jimmy, Eng- Jimmy England. English. That's right. I keep saying English, but it's Jimmy England. England. Very funny oh. comedian. Has his podcast, Back to the Balcony. You know, microphone on the red background. Mm. Show him some love. I'm on there. A couple episodes. Rod, hit me Listen, up. Where can he where find you? Can you? Find, Listen, you can find me on the World Wide Web. As I always say it like that, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Rod C. Uh, you can find me there. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. Listen, I do a show every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Listen, I give you a full vibe of fun. Different type of music, soca, R&B, hip-hop, uh, house. Listen, wherever the vibe takes us, we go for that ride. Listen, also, since this is coming out this Tuesday, coming out this Saturday, Saturday, I'll be a part of uh, a raid. Basically, what you know, that's what they call the, just the terminology, what the young folks are calling it, raids. So I'll be right. just going, and it ain't that, shh, nah, ain't that raid. <laughs> ain't, ain't doing that type of raid. But we're just raiding and just having a whole fun, fun called like end-to-end bangers. So basically, I'm going to be playing from 7 o'clock to 8 p.m., Eastern Standard Time. Listen, I'll be just coming on and just giving you the hits, giving you the bangers. As you know, that's what I'm bringing for you. Listen, we're gonna have a nice. lot of fun. So make sure that you find me on Twitch. Come true, holler out and say, "Yo, I saw you. you I came from the Iconics world." Yes, welcome here, welcome here, please, welcome to Because someone get some money to drink. Can someone get some personal drink? Right. It's all virtual drink. It's all and virtual. If you want drink. an extra shot, you turn around and say, "Hey, Rod, play Saturday Love." Right. And you, you, you know, it was between <laughs> you and me. Um. A week and a half ago, yeah, I, I I know we were having a conversation, and uh, I played it later on that day, and uh, yeah, I played Saturday Love, and I'm like, oh, I can't even text this guy in time to say, hey, I'm on right now, I'll play your song. Oh, well, I'll tell you next week. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, that's what happens when you don't tune in. I missed out on that week. Right. And hopefully I got my new gaming system. So I'm looking to get on Twitch myself. Um, I know it's been a little bit delayed. I talked about it, but I'm going to get to it and I got a move coming up. So, um, you know, hopefully by, by the next couple of weeks or hopefully beginning close, beginning in August, I'll be on there doing my thing. There you go. Y'all be notified when it is done. There you go. Let's do it. All right. So Barry, today brings us, brings us to Iconis is. Barry, what is Iconis is? What Iconis, is the Icon people, is? The name is Iconis is really the Icon Icon is. is. And today's the Icon I- is, is Iron Man. Iron Man? Iron Man. Now, before you all say, hold up, Barry, it's already been casted. We know everything about Iron Man there is to know. Uh, I got that. And you know, mm. generally on the show, we bring you the hidden gems on this show. We don't bring you the, the blatantly obvious that's been covered a lot of times. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you got to know the main characters before you get to the smaller characters. So we, we, so this, why did I choose Iron Man? And I mean, for those watching, you see here, I got my Iron Man shirt, mm-hmm, got my mm-hmm. essential Iron Man book, you know, volume <laughs> three. I got <laughs> my Iron Man the statue behind me. I'm Iron Man out. Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we, I know Rod looked at me half a second, like, Iron Man, don't, this is out. No, no. We are not talking about Tony Stark. Arr. Right? But Shaggy. still talking about Iron Man. And you're going to say, who? Yeah. Arr. Right on, Scooby, I hear you. And we will bring He's it up. back. We he are talking about a guy, and his name is Eddie March. Eddie March, like he walks March? And uh, the, the, the third of March? His physio's good, man. The eyes of March? No, nothing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And he pretty well could be. So let me tell you who Eddie March is. So Eddie March is Mm. a boxer. Now, what does a boxer have to do with Iron Man? Listen and find out. Thank you for tuning in. Here we go. Eddie March first made his appearance in Iron Man Volume 1 way back in January of 1970. In mm. issue number 21 and 22, volume one of Iron Man. Now, there was Tales of Suspense. Then, then Iron Man got his own ongoing series. Right. And in there, what was happening, as we always know, Tony Stark has a heart problem. Now, I know they make it kind of a metaphor because his heart's failing and all that. But they also make him like he's a cold and callous person. Henceforth, why he Tony doesn't have a heart. He's like the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz. Right. And at this time, Tony Stark went through a couple of battles. He had to get an operation for his heart. They repaired the damage to his heart with an experimental procedure. Fine. He couldn't be Iron Man anymore because any stress would probably cause that, that, that tissue, that mesh that was on his heart to fail. And then the heart would not be any good, could die. And he really wanted to live. He had some things he wanted to live for. He had a person he wanted to live for. And kept himself distant because of his heart condition and being Iron Man at the same time. So issue 21 starts off with a guy in the ring. Got this brother in the ring. And he's boxing. And he's boxing. He's getting some licks. He's he's pop, pop, pop. He's taking some hits. And then he envisions himself, right, as Iron Man. So at one point, they start drawing it like Iron Man is in the ring boxing against his opponent and his opponent's beating him down beating him down and he's losing so eddie's losing and then eddie pictures himself as iron man he's like what would iron man do and he gets up and he starts fighting back fighting back and during there he has a thought say hey you know how cool it is that i used to call myself or i call myself 
Eddie, right. Iron Man, March. That mm-hmm. was his nickname. You understand? Like Mike Tyson had his nickname. He called him the hydrant because he was short and built like a fire hydrant. Tough. Iron Mike Tyson, right? We all heard the name. Henceforth, Eddie was Eddie Iron Man March. Back in 1970, issue 21, first appearance. And that's how it opens on the page. And boxing away. And he comes back and he, you know, a rounding blows, takes down his opponent. Completely. So here's the scenario. I mean, all you can imagine that. Like Barry said, you start off the, you start off, you open up the comic, and all you see is Iron Man in a boxing ring, and you're like, even I was like, I like, what, what's going on here? Right. But then, like you said, you start to realize it's it's Eddie. Eddie basically, as you said, his name is Iron Man, is Eddie Iron Man March. Right. All he had to do, he needed that motivation because he's like, he, he said, I can't, I can't quit. I can't quit. His corner right. man, his, his coach is telling him, listen, kid, I don't think it's good, kid. I don't know if I'm going to try to do, I don't know if I'm going to try to do the Rocky one, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't see it, kid. You're going to, we're going to have to go in the tower. No, man. No, I, I, I could do it. I could do it, man. I could do it. No, right. no, no, kid. I'm going to, no, no, no. And then back in the say, like saying, listen, Iron Man is my idol. Like Iron Man, Iron Man won't, he won't quit. I won't right. man quit. If Iron Man won't quit, I won't quit. Right. And that was the major deciding factor for Eddie to come back in that particular round. And as Barry said, eat the living. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> so that was it was it was wonderful watching that. And you're just seeing that basically this guy is pulling from within himself. And you know what? I need that motivation. His motivation. Yes. Iron Man. Because. Also, yes, sir. Keep going. No, no, no. Let me go. You're the real boy. Listen, he's doing that. And you'll find out. I'm Barry. I'm definitely. I'm George Barry is about to segue into that. There is another reason why he was doing that as well. Because he got wind that another particular idol of his was in the arena, was in the crowd. Yes. So that was another motivation. I said, I can't let Iron Man down, and I can't let the man that hired Iron Man, but again, to everyone, they know Iron Man is the person, the bodyguard for Tony Stark. Anyway, like, Tony Stark is supposed to, I heard Tony Stark is supposed to be in the building. I can't, I can't, I can't throw in the towel, coaches. Just, just let me, just, just, just give me one right. more round. Give me one more round. And that was when Eddie realized, I got one more round. I am, I, I, I got to do it. Just Tony's in the building. Yes, yes. And, and, and what I was going to add is, whoops, every, every athlete to a certain point visualizes their victory. You always hear yep. visualize your victory, yep. visualize your dream board and all that. So every athlete, boxers, they're going to visualize a punch before they throw it. They're going to visualize what is happening. They're going to visualize crossing the finish line. They're going to visualize, you know, making that pass in a Formula One race. They're going to visualize everything they do. And that's what motivates people. You put yourself in that frame of mind. And Eddie visualized himself as Iron Man to come back and take those blows to kind of disassociate himself from the pain and then just work his way through. And knowing that you know, Tony Stark is in the audience. Possibility. Mm. He wasn't 100% mm. sure yet. He heard right. from a friend of he his heard. that he was supposed to be there. So he turned right. down. Pa-pa! Wins. Heavyweight champion of the world. Wins. Right? Press, you know how it normally goes. The press swarm the ring. And, and this takes place in New York. He does this press thing and all that. He leaves the ring. He sits down. He goes, yeah, Doc, I took some hits. I'm not sure. How am I holding up? So clearly he knew there was something a little bit off. Right? Yeah. And the doctor told him, he's like, hey, Eddie, we know that you have 
a blood clot in your brain. You got mm. lucky this time. If mm. you get hit one more time, it could cause that blood clot to move and cause you to die right away. And Eddie's got a very lighthearted personality. And he goes, all right, well, you know what? I went on on a high. He walks, he changed, shower changes, walks up the locker room. The press is all there trying to talk to him. And he goes, hey, guys, great fight, da-da-da. He goes, when's the next one? He goes, well, I'm also going to announce my retirement. Why are you retiring, Eddie? Well, I've done what I had to do, and I'm retiring on top. He never lets out that he has a blood clot. Correct. Right? He keeps that to himself. And I mean, a lot of people, let's be real. You keep your medical conditions to yourself. You wouldn't just walk out and say, well, I'm leaving like this because I've got a blood clot. You're just going to say, well, right. I've done what I had to do. I'm out. That, that's a very personal thing. Deuces. So that's what Eddie does. You know, amongst all the people now freaking out, and everyone out back then, no cell phones, they're all running to the phone booths and falling into stories saying, oh, Eddie March just quit boxing. He just retired. He announced last fight he won. It was amazing. And he announced his retirement. Happy Hogan calls mm. up his name, Eddie. And he's like, hey, man, you made it. Glad you made it. Now, why do they know each other? Because Happy Hogan, originally in the comic book, before being Tony's bodyguard, was a boxer. That's right. No. Remember, this he, is the back of the day. The so they like this. Right, the sweet science. Mm. You know, he, he practiced in the sweet science. That, that's what that's what Happy Hogan did for a long time. So he ran in those calibers of heavyweight champion boxers. Right. He he, he, he wasn't a washout. So this is why he knows him. And then meets, you know, meets him. Eddie. And he goes, "Hey, by the way, uh, a friend of my friend of mine wants to meet meet you." And he's like, "Oh," and he goes, "Oh, here's Tony Stark." And Eddie is floored. Like he's like, "Oh my gosh, the Tony Stark is here. It's a pleasure to meet you." You know, you're like my second favorite person. And he goes, second favorite? He's like, yeah, don't take no offense. My main person is your personal bodyguard, Iron Man. That's who I look up to is Iron Man. You know, we share the same name. I, I envision myself of him. He gives me my resolve, my strength at times when I picture him at certain moments. As for the fight that he just did, I'm all over it, man. Iron Man, I love He goes, as great as it is to meet you, you're, you're still my number two. Iron Man is my number one. Right. Now, unbeknownst to him, he's not realizing he's talking to the same person. Hmm. Right? So now we move on a little bit with the storyline. Happy and, Ho and, and Tony are talking. Now, at this point, Happy does know that Tony is Iron Man. Correct. Right? And having a conversation, he knows everything that his boss has went through. And he says, boss, I know you got to get a replacement to be Iron Man because you can't be Iron Man anymore. And he goes, my other reason I wanted to introduce you to Eddie was because I think he could be a replacement for Iron Man. I, I, I trust him. I've known this guy for years. I know his character, mm -hmm. the, the man he is, what he wants to do, how he wants to give back. And Tony thinks about it and says, okay, all right. And, and that's what I like is the fact that Happy and, and Tony have this friendship and relationship that, you know, most time you hear superheroes, they wouldn't let their identities go. And you would hear most of them wanting like, oh, no, 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 it's going to be me. I'll, I'll figure it out. And he's right. like, okay, you know, I'm going to take you at your word. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to have a conversation with the man. Mm -hmm. Right? And in the middle of the night, Tony makes a, you know, call, says, hey, man, Eddie, you're home. I'm going to come over to your place and want to talk some business to you. Goes to his house by himself. Gets there. Well, I say house. It was in an apartment, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And gets there and says, hey, what's going on? He goes, look, here's the deal. Yeah. You know, my bodyguard, Iron Man, I know you're a big fan of him. I saw what you do in the ring. Happy vouches for you as a person. And what Happy says is good enough for me. Right. Iron Man got injured badly 
and he's going to be out for some time. I'm not sure if he's going to be coming back or not from a couple of fights he had. I need someone to take on the role as my personal bodyguard and wear the armor. Would you do me the honor? And, right? Right? And Eddie was like, oh, 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 my heart. Oh, my heart. Don't worry, his heart's good. It's the big Eddie, one. <laughs> right? <laughs> like Red Fox. Rest in peace. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the light. <laughs> if y'all don't know, Google Sanford his son. Yeah. Right? So Eddie turns around and says, it would be my honor. I would love to do it. Where do I sign up? Now, Eddie does have a thought before saying, yeah, but I got this blood clot. If I take a hit, this could be mm-hmm. fatal. But I'd rather die being Iron Man than just sit here the rest of my days doing nothing. Correct. Like he was, he he was so into being this person, taking over that role, that he'd rather do it and die, so to speak, fighting, than to waste away in his chair. Mm-hmm. And he and he had a good life. I, it's just at that point you think, all right, Eddie clearly he's not married, so he's got no kids, no girlfriend. It's just him. So he's got no other family that he has to console with. So he made that decision. He, and he kept that secret to himself. Goes through it. And then they start training. Cue the montage. Getting stronger. Getting stronger. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right there with Rocky because this is what how, how it fit. Was hilarious. So Tony teaches him about the Iron Man armor. Tony shows him how to use the Iron Man armor. Tony puts him on the payroll officially as a bodyguard. Gives him a nice mm. penthouse suite on the premises of Stark Enterprises, right? Mm. I, I think it was Enterprises at the time, or Stark, you know, or International, whatever it was at the time. I know it's retcon so many times. Old memory. So gets there, boom, set. This man turns around, he's trained, he's ready to go. Now, keep in mind how much training, and he said the training was hard. So it shows you the condition that Tony was in, because keep in mind, he was a heavyweight boxer. So he had to work on his fighting style prior to being Iron Man. I mean, just being a boxer. The amount of years he put into fighting and Mm -hmm. learning how to fight, becoming the heavyweight champion. His cardio, strength training, he's in shape. He just talked to him just a couple of days after, or like the day after, about being that. So it wasn't like he let himself go. It wasn't like it was months of non-training. He just came out of a fight. He's just recovering. He's in in top physical condition. And Eddie still said that the training that Tony put him through was hard. Right. Wow. So above, way above, you know, human condition. Right. It gives you a glimpse of what, you know what, what you're saying, even a good point now that you're saying that, and I'm just going to relate it back to the MCU because you never really saw how intense they made our lives, you know, Robert Downey Jr., Tony, work out kind of scenario. But this only proves that Iron Tony Stark has to be in top top physical shape, mentally capable to handle yes. whatever the case would be that, you know, that comes to arise. Him. Like, you know, he's a super genius. He's a brilliant, he's a brilliant inventor, he's a genius and everything along that line. Right, but right. realizing that after seeing those clips of what Eddie had to go through, and you said it correctly, now this just gives you a glimpse of understanding that this is what Tony has to do on a weekly basis to keep himself right. at top performance. He's basically, and you know what? We saw we saw the similar, well, well, you know, Bruce did that in, in, in um, was it Superman versus uh, Superman versus uh, Batman. Yes. So you, you can see him, you know, doing a wor- wor- workout, which to me, even at that time was perfect. I was like, you're now showing 
what a person has to do if they're going to be committed to be a superhero, to take right. on this role of being a protector or something like that. Listen, right. you just can't be just sitting around and like saying, Woo, it's the red phones. <laughs> hey, how you doing? We need you on the road right now. Okay, no problem. Oh, this is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt. <laughs> no, 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 no. 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 And that's no. exactly what happened. And, and that's what I like. It showed his training, so it showed the whole thing. As I said, cue the montage because you're figuring mm-hmm. it's a Rocky movie, 1970. Come on, eh? boxing movies. <laughs> I, I know Rocky's later on. Okay, yes, you don't got to. I know. So gets there, does the whole thing, and then he teaches him how to use the armor, all the tricks on the armor, everything he needed mm-hmm. to do, how the armor had to be powered. Um, so everything, A to Z. Yeah. So finally, Eddie gets in there, and Eddie's sitting there, man, I can't wait to kind of go on my first mission to be a bodyguard. I hope Mr. Stark's not just giving me a pity job. Right. But really, to call me to do something, and sure enough, he gets the call, <laughs> like the Backstreet Boys, the call, yeah, <laughs> in a call that changed your life, right? Um, and if you have to listen to the call by Backstreet Boys, listen to the remix. That that one's fire. <laughs> <laughs> he gets that call, has to go mm-hmm. for it. He puts on the armor, flies out there because Tony gets tangled up in a case. So he, Tony's now realizing he doesn't have the stress of Iron Man anymore. He can live a normal life. He starts going, pursuing the woman that he was actually in love with. And she has her own company. And then this other doctor, because Tony wasn't around there, this other scientist kind of was putting the moves on his woman. Well, we can't say his woman because Tony didn't really make the moves himself. At that so, time, exactly. At the time. So this guy's turned around, and, and we'll get into him another time. This is why I'm not going to mention too many names. But right. you find out later on that this guy is the new crimson dynamo he makes a brand new crimson dynamo armor right tony hears about some gun smuggling coming in and and he's like well i'm gonna call out iron man tony starts to call you know eddie to be iron man to go down there and investigate it'd be a good thing to kind of get his feet wet right so eddie gets down there sees these thugs you know because he got the call from this one girl who wanted to her her boyfriend or fiance was working on the boat was doing the smuggling she didn't want him to get in trouble so she kind of call to say hey look i need you guys to stop this so hopefully get him away from the criminal element this is how the whole thing unravels eddie march shows up gets in there okay ready to go deals with the thugs on the boat they're really easy he's an iron man armor he's so keep in mind this is way before war machine right Mm. so before you say war machine was no way before war machine 1970 gets in there deals with the guys then there's this one crate that kind of they threw over and it fell off or fell off the boat or they threw it off the boat so he goes down and gets this crate. He goes, hey, this crate's pretty heavy. He brings the crate back up, opens the crate. All of a sudden, who's in the crate? Bum, bum, bum. Titanium man. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, actually, for that one, actually, that's, that's, the, sec- that's the second part. Oh, uh, the second one, part. I jumped ahead. My bad, my bad. Yeah, no, don't worry. Yeah, so that part, basically, what happened is that he's fighting the smugglers, whatever case it be, and right. out of nowhere came the Crimson Dynamo. Right. Crimson Dynamo came in because basically it seemed like he was, he was, he was following, he was, he was basically, that was kind of like a setup rouge so he can get Iron Man there. Yes. So he could basically take him out because as we're saying, we'll get into the Crimson Dynamo at another later time, but basically he had personal vendetta and he was looking for any opportunity to go after Iron Man. And that's all it was to him. Again, yeah. at this point, the world only know of Iron Man and Tony Stark as two separate people. Right. No, no, one, no one's pulling the Tony man at, you know, uh, Tony at the last Iron Man, the first Iron Man, like, I am Iron Man. What? Threw off the dynamic of the MCU. But we won't yeah, get into yeah. that right now. Right. 
So exactly. So thank you very much. Yes, you're right. So he fought Crimson. No, and that's what kills me. First time out after all his training, gets out there, fights Crimson Dynamo, the new Crimson yeah. Dynamo in better armor. So Crimson Dynamo updated his armor. Well, this, well, this Crimson Dynamo didn't update the armor. He made better armor than the original Crimson Dynamo. Correct. Right. So he updated the on the original design. He's the new Crimson Dynamo in there. Vendetta against Iron Man gets in there. Him and Iron Man start fighting, taking down this boat. That's when the crate falls off. Thank you very much, Rod. You, right. you, you okay. did correct me. I'm not perfect, and this is why we have fun with this. So during the fight, Eddie March, Iron Man, you know, holds off the Crimson Dynamo on his first time out in right. new armor. What? 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 But then gets the crate that fell off the boat because the Crimson Dynamo starts to leave at the end of this fight to a certain degree. And then and who comes out of there? Titanium Man. Titanium Man is the Iron Man version from Germany. Crimson Dynamo is the Iron Man version from Russia. And normally, Tony doesn't fight the two of them at the same time. But Eddie and the Iron Man armor had to fight Crimson Dynamo and Titanium Man back to back. That's like an AEW, you know, blood and guts match where they got the double rings and everyone's got to jump back and forth. That, mm. that is a two on one team up where your tag team partner gets knocked out of the ring and you can't even tag him in. And then you got, you know, the other team, they're just jumping on you like my boys, New Age Outlaws. That, that, mm. that, that's, that's the main guy never took a two on one at this point, but, you know, against these two. But the new guy has to take on two of his deadliest foes. And, and if you see Titanium Man's armor, Titanium Man, it, it, he's it's walking bigger. in a tank. To get a visualization for anybody, if you remember the very first Iron Man movie, right, where good. Obadiah Stane is in yeah. that big armor at the end. And the Iron Mongler. That's right. That's pretty much physically, size-wise, is how the Titanium Man armor is very compared good, yeah. to Iron Man. That's how it's always been drawn. That's how it is. And Crimson Dynamo is a little bit smaller. So Tony's the smallest one out of the three, physically right. wise. But mm -hmm. his armor has more power at certain aspects. And Eddie's like, holy crap, I just got out here for like a milk run, so to speak. And here I am now with Dynamo and Titanium. Mm -hmm. Ah, Jesus, help me. <laughs> so, so here's the great thing about this in regards that all during this time, Tony is hearing what's going on. Because when Eddie was going in, Tony was in his ear because at least Tony is smart enough to understand. Listen, I'm putting you on a milk run. Um, again, you, you, you have my million dollar suit. Um, let's just make sure we got this. This is just a, just a little gun rustler, a little gun smuggler, smugglers, which, you know, we'll just break it in. So make sure you be on your toes, Eddie. Just watch out and just, you know, got any help. I'm here in your ear. No problem, boss. Then find out what the hell is going on. Holy Toledo Batman. Uh, um, Eddie, Eddie, can you, can you hear me? I'm kind of busy right now. <laughs> Oh, snap. So that's the crazy part that's going on as well. So Tony knows what's going on. Yes, yes. Now let's let's add more flames to the fire. Let's add more flames to the fire. At this point now, Tony is getting getting a little distracted because someone is now at his front door uh, at the mansion, and he's getting called in from, you know, I, I don't even know what I will say. Is Jarvis at that time? But we'll just call yeah. Jarvis for the fun of it. So Jarvis is now, in, you know, in the background telling uh, someone is calling in uh, need to speak to you right away. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of busy right now. Um, I'm just in the lab, just quote unquote, I'm in the lab. Uh, no, no, no. Someone needs to talk to you. Hearing that you hired, um, you're working with a particular individual by the name of March or something like that. 
and his doctor from his boxing days and have some yes. very critical information that that is neither life or that says basically life or death matters like oh snap that if something happens this guy may die what bum, so, bum, bum. so at this point now tony now is after like in the sense like saying i'm in the middle i, I gotta take off the headphones kind of in his own mind he's saying saying hey you're on your own i'll be right back <laughs> run down to get this information the doctor comes up and like saying hey i was there talking to happy happy hogan and he told me that you you've employed eddie um for some kind of secret mission type of job okay i don't really i kind of like to know what it is but regardless whatever it is if this is something that is very strenuous to him he can't take a blow to his head he has he has he has blood clots and any particular or enforcement upon him may result in him being the last thing he sees or feels now this just took this just took tony over tony's like holy snap what did i just do what did i just do like he's like upset at himself that he was so he he was so adamant in his sense like he wanted to get over like get on with yes. his life he wanted yeah. to kind of put the Iron Man persona behind him, or at least until he can recover better and at least be able to, because he's basically, as you say, you know, that work life, work life, a family life type of balance. Yeah. He wasn't getting that. That's why he was missing out on, you know, you know, pursuing this relationship with this particular lady that he was interested in. And now they realize that my hands are free. I don't have to worry about being Iron Man. I can proceed my own, pursue my own personal life. But now he he felt now at that point that was more personal than that for him, but personal for him. And he didn't really take the time to really look into the criteria that was, you know, brought upon him, you know, with Eddie and everything. He didn't he didn't really do a, a full background check. Right. Do this and this and that. He just like took the man in his word. You're good, which is all good. But he felt bad upon himself that he didn't do more diligence be more diligent to find out, uh, okay, Eddie, let's, uh, you know, you didn't be good and everything along that line for dinner looking at. So now he's like, he's like, whoo, his mind is going, he's over, overbearing, and he's just trying to figure out what he can do at that point. Right. Uh, to, so, so, you know, Crimson Dynamo takes his knuppins, he takes off. Mm -hmm. Titanium Man is beating on Iron Man. He's fighting him back as best as he can. Takes a shot to the head, collapses. Tony Stark has to run out there, find, you know, Eddie, sees him laid out, and it's like, oh, no. Gets Eddie, gets Eddie over to the hospital. So he, he dons the Iron Man armor once again. Yeah, he had gets, an old set. He had an old set that he, he just didn't want to, he just wasn't planning to use, but it was an older set. Yeah. So basically, at, at a particular time, if anybody was really focusing, they could have seen two Iron Mans at the same time. But thank God for proper panel and proper visually. Visual. <laughs> no one was able to see the two panels at the same time, except right. for readers. So <laughs> there yeah. was no way to know there was a second Iron Man flying around. No. And now this goes to the brilliance of Tony. So Tony turns around, gets him over to the hospital, gets him out of the armor, gets him over to the hospital, rushes him, tells him, like, look, any means necessary, anything you need, bill it to Stark Industries. That's it, Stark Industries. We have it covered. You know, because he thought, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Eddie was dying. And then, right. as you know, the story goes on. Now, now Tony's taking back the armor. Tony's now chasing down Crimson Dynamo, finds him mm -hmm. at the his competition's warehouse, 
that comes out, that gets the fight. You know, of course, right. Tony defeats Crimson Dynamo. Tony does defeat uh, uh, Titanium Man. But the story mm-hmm. is Eddie March. And Eddie does survive. Getting He gets the operation. He does survive, you know, uh, the blood clots. But unfortunately, he cannot continue as Iron Man. Correct. Right? So he does make another appearance later on in that, that series, a couple of issues later. But not as mm-hmm. Iron Man, just really as Eddie March. Because Tony tries to give him a job to help, you know, build up a uh, community center in the projects. And that turns into another storyline, but Eddie never dons the armor again. Right. Whoo. Let me just say two issues, high action stands true today. Mm. And what I like is this is all pre roads, right? Right. Pre war machine. Any before Rhodes even becomes takes on the Iron Man persona, mm-hmm. Eddie March was Iron Man officially, right. officially Correct. not a dream sequence, not anything. Even though it was two issues, yo Juneteenth. I know it's past, but let us have this moment that Marvel back in 1970 gave mm-hmm. him this role. And then I know they brought him back in another issue of Just as Activist. And then they brought him back a little bit later where he becomes this villain called the Freak. Not because, yep. you know, he decided to turn bad. He just got hit with the same rate. And Happy Hogan got hit with the same energy that turned him into the original Freak back during Tales of Suspense. So it's almost like a Hulk thing. You get hit with this, this blue cobalt energy. You kind of lose your mind. You become this crazy, mm. raging beast. That's it. Out of control. So we're not going to hold that. No, no, no. I think I would have loved to see some type of mention with Eddie March. You know, in, in the MCU, they drop right. a lot of Easter eggs. Even if they just said Eddie March boxer or something like that in the background, you know, that to me would have been nice. Uh, that would have been really the Iron Man thing. And I, and I say, not over and done yet. Not over and done yet. So this brings us to the whole thing. Here's a sto- That's the story with Eddie March. Thank you everyone for holding on so far. And now we got to get to the fun part. Mm-hmm. Fan casting it. Oh, yeah, baby. So here, here's a couple of thoughts I have. And, and this one just came to me while we were talking about the show. So I'm okay. looking at my, my phone here um, just for one person because, and I know we didn't, I didn't, I'm not going to bombard Rod with this one because we didn't prepare for this one. This is just a random thought how it came out. Oh, cool. So we had, um, you know, and this is like the cartoon. I like this guy's car- his art style. Uh, so if you watch this spectacular, this spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, and this is just like a side nod, right? So if you watch the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, right. there's an right. art style in there. And the art style, the artist that became, did that art style, I'm trying to figure, remember who he was. We talked about him one time before on one of our older shows where we did Thunder the Barbarian, where I'd say I like that okay. particular artist to, to, you know, animate Thunder the Barbarian. Right. Right. And if you look at that same art style, I think it's Sean, I can't remember his last name. But I will find it. I will put it underneath the video. He did some pe- some pictures before, some pictures before on uh, Deviant Art, which was, I love his take. He, I actually have it as my screensaver uh, mm. on Iron Man. So I will put it right now. You're probably seeing it right now as we're speaking about it. I will have his name underneath there. He does have a Twitter handle. So Sean did a whole thing on Thunder the Barbarian. He had that art style where he did his reimaginative Thunder. He's got a nice picture that he did. If you're watching, you're seeing it right now of Iron Man that he did. 
And I think if it had to come back as a, uh, an animated series, I'd like to see his take with that armor in there. But then let's go through with some of the old school stories from Tales of Suspense and Iron Man Volume 1. That, that he, he, you know, he, on DeviantArt, he was like Cheeks 89. Uh, and, the, uh, and I follow him too. This is so bad. So yeah, this is, you can tell the original's been doing this right off the cuff of our head. And I'm going mm-hmm. to find this before this show is over so I can give this guy proper due and credit because it, it was absolute fire. But I know it goes back to our Thunder the Barbarian episode. Okay. So, well, let me, let, me, let me say who I wanted to yes. find cast. Will I give you a chance to look, look for that particular interview? Thank you. So, worry. So, so basically, you know what? I'm looking at this character and I'm realizing um, I, I got to come from the standpoint of him being an athlete. I wanted to come from the standpoint that he's a boxer. Um, now you could you can look at some boxers and you can go with a heavyweight, um, middleweight type of stature or whatever the case may be. But he needs to be able to look and and fit in at least the the Iron Man suit. He wasn't he's not, he's not a big broad in person. So I didn't go for anyone who was oh, like okay. thick and broading like that. I wasn't planning to go for anybody thick like that. So what I who I went for was. Let me just Jordan Calloway. Jordan Calloway. Jordan Calloway. Now, Jordan Calloway, um, I think I don't think I've 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 come across his name a couple of times. I'm thinking like, you know, for other other characters. So Jordan Calloway, if you remember uh, Black Lightning. Yes. So he was um painkiller. Oh, okay. So he was yeah, the, the boyfriend of uh, one of the daughters, right. you know, who had the super the superpowers with the um um, shooting out the bolts, you know, like, like, um, oh my goodness, now I can't remember what, what his <laughs> particular, like, I can just project out. So basically, it's like, mm. basically, like, like, uh, ah, I can see it. I know why I can't even think of it right now. I apologize for myself on, but like, off the cuff of my head, like, but I can see him. But the scenario why I was going for him is a couple of two things. He has the body, the physique of a boxer. Okay. So when you look at him, he has that physique. Like, you can literally say, you could just put him. And, you know, put some gloves, put him in a ring and just basically say, yeah, he can, he can make that persona of, of being right. a boxer. Two, in that character, he, I mean, it, as a character there, he had, um, he has some, um, some, uh, he was basically, I think he was suffering from like, um, like either depression or anything in that regard, but he has, a, he has the understanding of someone who, who's carrying a weight, a weight upon him in regards of a, a personal load, personal, something that was, you know, that was against, that was against him. So I was thinking that if anything, he can take that type of energy and then switch that around to say, okay, Eddie, you have this blood clot. You have to be very, you have to be very precise in what you, you got to be careful what you do, but he will be that type of person like saying, I know I have, I have this thing against me, but I won't let it bring me down. I'm going to struggle through it. I'm going to work through it. I'm going to conquer through mm-hmm. whatever situation I have. So because he's already had that type of, you know, um, he's done that type of MO, that type of uh, persona on screen already. I felt right. that, you know what, he could do that as well and be able to, you know, portray that. Now, again, we would like him, like Barry's saying, and when I would agree, like, to have a full, you know, he's a character who was on for, like, two issues, and then he came on, like, two to three times afterwards. Um, definitely have a, a shout-out, have him as a shout-out, see him as a cameo or something like that, have a poster or have a have a video again the same way. He went to a boxing match. Maybe it was the MGM MGM 
and he's doing a boxing match. Right. And he was there. And basically you're seeing all, you know, you're seeing celebrities, you know, real life celebrities, you're seeing MCU celebrities, whatever. Right. You see Tony Stark in there, whatever the case is. And you see in the main event, you're seeing Eddie March, you know, having one, you know, fighting for his title, whatever the case to be. And right. we can have him as yes. characters yes. taking taking that role. So that's where my head was like projecting and putting it through. So I was gonna go with with Jordan Calloway. That was who I wanted to portray as being Eddie March. Nice. I like that. I like that. So I found his name. So the name for the okay. cartoon. So, so Sean Galloway, that's his name. Sean Galloway. Give that man his dues. He goes by mm-hmm. Chase 89 on DeviantArt. I will put up the picture here just to show you what it is. I, we don't own the picture. We're just showing you so you can see. I, I think it's a beautiful, you know, I like my art a little bit abstract that way. And I like the art style from Spectacular Spider-Man. So Sean mm-hmm. Galloway, when you see his art and take on, on, Iron Man, it was really nice and refreshing. And I would right. love to see that in a cartoon with that kind of style. But, you know, give it more of a grittier story tone with that mm-hmm. art. Woo! I'm all for it. Getting down to my now, I hear you with Rod. Now, I got you. And here's the guy I picked. So my guy was a little bit bigger. He's a little bit thicker. Mm-hmm. But, and even though he has to go in the Iron Man armor, it can be adjusted because in the comic oh, book. Of course, we, we do. Right, right. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at Eddie March, and Eddie March is bigger physically than Tony Stark. So, you know, he still got into the armor, no, regardless of that. That. So I went with Travis Cure. So Travis Cure, he's done a lot of, like, you know, movies and smaller roles. The one he's most known for is The Oval, which was on BET talking about the White House. He played a character in there. Travis Cure, you know, like you're curing cancer, right. which I wish. That, 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 that's the guy I went with. He's got the physique, the look of someone that I would think that would be a heavyweight boxer, but still would fit the times of a heavyweight boxer where mm-hmm. heavyweight boxers would go in there and fight. But then you could see him maybe a little bit more flamboyant as a heavyweight boxer. If, if you're a, a boxer of that caliber, you got a little bit of cash. You're going to have, you know, that kind of lifestyle. You're not going to just walk around in jeans and a t-shirt. You know, look at how Mike Tyson carried himself, George Foreman, how they carried themselves. I'm not saying oh, bad ways. I'm just saying they're in nice tailored suits. They're in, you know, yeah, they like yeah, to eat, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Right, they're gonna go to the finest yeah. restaurants. So this guy, to me, has the look that he, he's pretty enough, but at the yeah. same time, he's, he's got he's power behind him yeah. that he would fit the role of a heavyweight okay. boxer. And I would love to see him as Eddie March. And he still has the look that, even outside of that, that he's someone that has a social conscience that he can play that role and be believable. Mm-hmm. So Travis Cure is my man to play Eddie Iron okay. Man March. All right, no, I can see it. I can see it. I know, I know the character. I, I mean, the 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 actor, uh, yeah, in the Oval. Yeah, uh, I, I I've, I've come across that a couple of times, so I I know who you're talking about. So yeah, okay, I can see it. Like, I I, I can see it. I know what you're definitely saying. My mind was working on that the body structure of him, but I right. see what you're saying in regards. Again, it's all CGI. You know, it's nano. It's nanotech. So now you can just you know Tony just like <laughs> taking this off and like, yeah, it's all nanotech. It's all nanotech. It's all good. That, so no, okay, that got it. So we will wrap this up. So let's once again, Rod. Who was your pick for Eddie Iron Man March? So I'm going with Jordan Calloway. Right on. You got Jordan Calloway. I got Travis Cure. We want to mm. hear who you guys decide with. If it's if it's Rod DJ Rod C or if it's Barry 3D mm. or if you have someone else. Now keep in mind that I was still going to say Sean Galloway could still do a regular Tony Stark Iron Man cartoon and mm-hmm. come in with a nice fresh take on it. Let's go for it. Right. Thank you all for tuning in.
We've reached the end of this podcast. Remember, like, subscribe, share. Don't let the show be a secret. Spread it around. We're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, all of that under various names. You can find us. All our links are on Barry3D.com. Rod, any final words for the masses? Listen, everyone, um, thank you for, you know, chilling with us today. Um, hope you enjoyed this session. This has been a great episode. And definitely make sure that you hit that like button, that subscribe, share, let everybody know what we got. Feel free, like Barry's saying, just, you know, you got any comments, you know, let us know what you think. Uh, if you got any suggestions for anything future, put it in the comments. Let us know. Let us know. Let there, us know. We're all, we're all there for that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Right. And, and, and I want to shout out some people. So, uh, Mark from the, the, you know, who gave us the map there, the, the monster map. Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 I, hold on, I think it's Mark. I, if I've got the wrong name, I apologize. I, Mark, I know Tallulah. Tallulah, you know, she put some comments on there and, and had a little bit of a discussion. Thank you very much, you Excellent. know, for, for putting your thoughts and we appreciate that. That's the feedback we love to hear. And even though we have different opinions on, on certain aspects, it was a great, healthy conversation. I, you know, even though it was very mm-hmm. quick, we do appreciate it. Right. Definitely. Jason Reese, obviously, thank you so much. And there to wrap this up. Remember, oh, mm. yeah, uh, I got to shout out Sean, Sean, sir, mm. right on. Mm. We got one coming for you soon, it's Mr. Mm. Sean Allen. And remember, mm. this whole world was put together by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Let's go. Get him, Rocky, get him. Come on, Eddie. Come on, Eddie, get him. I'll do it. I'll do it, man. I'll do it. We're good. I gotta go ahead and punch him back. Catch y'all later. Later. Yeah.